Hey there friends, it's Nick. So when I was a teenager, so we're talking really back in the kind of the the sort of the mid 80s to the late 80s, I would say, I somehow I sort of fell in love with, I guess what we'd now call self-help books. <laughs> and, you know, self-help books get a really bad rep, I think, often. But for me, it was it was sort of falling in love with this idea that that life can be better, that you can be better. And I guess the one that started it all off was a book, I think I've mentioned before on the podcast, a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. The Magic of Thinking Big. And this is a book by a guy called David Schwartz, MD. It was American, very American book. Um, I still have my copy somewhere along with its sequel, The Magic of Thinking Success. And this was a book, the first one, The Magic of Thinking Big, was, I think, originally published in 1959. So that's 10 years before I was born. And I've just looked on Amazon, and the latest edition was published in 2016. And the book has getting on for 6,000 reviews, four and a half stars, which is fantastic, fantastic. And um, that book sort of set me on a path because I think I've said before that you know, <laughs> my, my academic life at school was not was not particularly great it wasn't I didn't try but I was a boy so I didn't try perhaps as much as I should have and um, I think I've said before what at one point my my parents went to a um a student teacher conference with my uh, you know a chat with my teachers and thank goodness they never told me this but the teacher essentially said to them Nick's a nice boy but you probably shouldn't expect too much of him academically and like I say thank goodness they didn't tell me that because <laughs> because I'm sure I would have dropped to the level of their expectation um, I mean I didn't do great anyway but I had this other life this other world this thing that inspired me I mean that book probably is what set me on the path to to owning my own business to wanting to to believing that that actually that was possible and I you know I can remember bits and pieces of that book so clearly and one of the things in it was this idea that that you should over deliver now in my memory the guy was talking about I think he was talking about corn or something you know if if someone buy it might have been corn on the cob or something like that <laughs> something quite old-fashioned but it's like you know if you buy five ears of corn or maybe you're talking about the butcher's dozen with you know 13 instead of 12 of something might have been that but um these ideas stuck with me and i've you know i've said before that that those teenage years those early years were very formative i read a lot of um books that that I think shaped my character and the reason I'm bringing this up is because yesterday I got a lovely piece of feedback from a client so this is a client who I've been doing doing some work for uh, for a little while and they'd asked me to look at something that they were speaking in a presentation so it's almost like a speech but it's only two or three minutes long and you know to rewrite that for them and I sent the first draft off yesterday and the feedback I got was wow and then 
one of those smiley faces with stars in its eyes, which is very nice. It's wow, it's very good, and I really love the added touch of sending it to me in a recording as well. And this is this is you can, I mean, I can feel the foundations of this in that book. How you know the magic of thinking big? Because what what I did yesterday was I didn't just send the words. I recorded it. Um, I recorded that two or three minute piece so that my client could hear the way that I was reading the words, the way that I um, what, you know, felt the intonation should go and the rhythm and, and what have you and how, how we can make something that, you know, you know that classic thing where, where you're in a bad presentation and someone's doing a PowerPoint and they're just turning around and they're reading <laughs> off of their own PowerPoint and it's duh, and I think you know even the way I write which as I said is quite kind of relaxed um, quite conversational you can look at a, a few paragraphs of text and it can still be you know if you're not a natural speaker it can be and what I wanted to do was not only send the words over but do something extra it was this was my baker's dozen was sending the recording and it's lovely because when you do over deliver, when you do really, you know, even if it's just a little thing, you give something the client that is something they don't expect, something that's useful, something that causes delight. It can make such a difference. It can make such a difference. So I'm not necessarily recommending that you go and read The Magic of Thinking Big, although it did, like I said, it had a massive effect on me. But this idea of over delivering is part of the story we're telling. You know, so when we can do it, it's a really powerful, powerful thing to do. And it's no surprise that I'm, I already know I'm going to be getting more work from this client. Because in this particular case, his story means business. My story means business. And as you know, your story means business. Thanks for listening.